Guys, good morning. It is Friday. I'm very excited about this Friday because it's the goddamn weekend. Hopefully you guys are listening to this podcast on your way to work. Um, definitely not on your way back home from prison. I hope not. But uh, if you are, hope you're going to enjoy this episode. This particular episode is with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships, Sheena Starr. She is a woman fighter, great fighter, really cool interview. Uh, she wore a t-shirt that said... Hillary Clinton is a C-U-N-T on national television right after a fight. And the thing went viral. She got like 4 million hits on this thing. Uh, But aside from that, she's a Muay Thai fighter. Uh, She's been involved in uh, bare knuckle before. She's also a woman cut man. Uh, So you've definitely seen her on TV if you watched uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Um, So cool interview. Hope you guys enjoy it. It's about 30 minutes, but really, really super entertaining. Uh, She's got a pay-per-view match coming up next week, October 19th, which is on a Saturday in Tampa. Uh, You could also get that uh, live on pay-per-view if you can't make it to the event. I personally will be there. I'll be interviewing fighters the day of the fight, uh, so stay tuned for those interviews. And I wanted to give a shout-out to a couple of my sponsors because they have really stepped up. They've really helped me out and make certain things happen. Uh, A Guy Thing podcast, I personally cannot believe it. It has been a little over a year, and now we are uh, stepping up, moving into the celebrity world. So there will be celebrities that are going to be on a Guy Thing podcast, and I could never do this without my sponsors. So I want to give a quick shout-out to Frank Cristiano. At Cross Country Mortgages, if anybody's in the Florida area and you need a mortgage, you need to hit up Frank Cristiano. He could get loans closed in an unbelievably quick pace. Seven days. They are unbelievable. It's true. I've gotten business from the podcast for Frank Cristiano, and I've gotten the success stories. He personally closed my loan in 12 days. That's my personal story. So hit up Frank Cristiano at Cross Country Mortgage, 561-504-1278. Also, a big shout-out to Hempoka. They've really stepped up. Um, They've been helping get celebrities on the show, um, and it's been amazing. So I'm going to be rolling out some really cool episodes. Stay tuned for that. Um, But Hempoka, if you're dealing with pain, fibromyalgia, Uh, Maybe you're having an issue sleeping. Whatever the case may be, CBD oil has been proven to help people. Uh, So hit up Hempoca. They have amazing product, the best product that you could possibly get, pharmacy-grade product, third-party tested, no added preservatives, no added fake stuff. That's all the real deal. Hempboca.com. Check them out. Uh, Guys, please, if there's anything that you could do to help me grow the show, it takes about eight seconds. If you have Apple iTunes um, and Apple Podcasts, please give me a five-star rating. You have no idea that one little click, how much it helps me grow the show. So the more clicks I get of five stars, the more I could grow this thing and get even better guests and bigger guests. Not better guests, but just you know more famous guests, more interesting people. I will be able to read, uh, reach a much, much wider audience. So guys, please do me that favor. Like, share, subscribe, anything that you could do to help grow the show. If you have any suggestions at all for any particular genre or a particular guest that you would like to have on the show, the cool thing is I am the one who personally reaches out to everyone to get them on the show. 
So if I get somebody on the show that you want to just know it was me personally that reached out to them and spoke to them to get them on the show. So guys, again, thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode 60 of a Guy Think podcast. I hope you enjoy. Shut up and sit down. One kid from the doctors and go get her cast sawed off and took her to the apple orchard and did the whole pumpkin patch deal. And then I had to take another kid to the walking clinic because she feels like death and made it home, cleaned up after my little puppy. That's, you know, a fucking bulldog puppy. So he's very destructive. Love bulldogs. I love him too, man. He's he's a he's a little meathead, but you know he's he's my new little favorite guy right now. So I mean, he's all right. <laughs> you gotta you gotta bring him to ringside when you're fighting, like the British bulldog used to do. <laughs> yeah, man. But I once I once I get his little ass to calm down a little bit, you know, maybe you know cut off his you know you know bulldog nuggets, and you know <laughs> when he's when he's all you know fat and lazy like a bulldog should be then you know then he'll be people and he can go places and do shit (laughs) hell yeah so you got this busy lifestyle it sounds crazy what do you find time to train um you know what mondays are my only day off so like i i usually try to schedule the crazy shit you know on monday if it you know the universe and god agree with me like hey man all this stuff that can go wrong we can just do that on monday that'd be great you know, but, uh, um, I just, I have to be really organized, man, you know, with a uh, full-time job and kids and, you know, all my other side jobs and stuff. It's, it's, you know, I grind, I grind, I get up, you know, crack of dawn and, you know, I'm in bed, you know, at, at night and I do it all again the next day, you know, constant day in, day out. What are some of your side hustles that you do? Uh, well, I'm a cop man. I'm a cop man too, so aside that- of. Know of of fighting. Um, I'm also matching a pro am card in Lansing for November 16th right now in Michigan. So you know I do the matchmaking with that as well. Um, yeah, you're you're busy as hell. Yeah, I have two. You got two girls. I got a 14 year old and a 12 year old, and they Ooh. keep me busy. That's a crazy age, right? Yeah, I fucking hate teenagers. They suck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they just had homecoming over uh, the weekend. Mm-hmm. That was that was fun, you know. Well, most of the time you have the dad that'll, you know, like be all like, you know, dad walking out with this new balance shoe with his, with his fucking shotgun. Her, like, no, I got ninja swords. Like, you know, you fucking do anything to my daughter, I will cut off your little fucking pink little boy penis. You know, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me ask you a question because I think that's kind of fun, like funny, but you know, scary too for the dude, but. A teenage boy coming to the house to pick up your kid, knowing that the mom is a professional fighter. I mean, what goes through the mind of a teenage boy? Like, this woman's gonna kick my ass if I get out of line. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. He he came though. He had the guts, well mannered, open. You know, he's just, you know. a good kid, good kid. I know his parents, you know, they're they're in town. I know his stepdad, I know his mom, you know, they're good mm-hmm. people. And, you know, so I feel good about that. I'm like, all right, like, I know your parents, and I know they're not shitty parents. So, mm-hmm. you know, I know that this this kid that, you know, has, like, morals instilled, and, you know, and he's not, like, a crappy freaking kid. So, you know, that makes me feel good. And I'm like, all right, all right, we're cool. Follow the rules. 
That's right. Home don't by lie. 8 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't lie where you're at because I got GPS little jack on that cell phone that's never off. So <laughs> You got to these days. You never know what these kids are going to get into. I'm totally not a helicopter parent, but fuck, man. I mean, I got to, for sure, for sure. The world's crazy now. It ain't, it ain't like early 90s when I was a kid, you know? Um, I'm with you. How old are you? 35, 34? I'm 36 now. I'm 36. Oh, 36. we're the same age. When's your birthday? Hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel it, though. I don't, you know, I mean, sure, uh, you know, I'm a little old in age, but, you know, but... Uh, you know, for for like a fighter, you say that, but man, I am in my prime. I am in Absolutely. such good shape. You know, I watch what I eat. I take really good care of myself. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm in a lot better shape and everything than you know most people in their mid twenties that you know I know and I train with that mm-hmm. don't have kids and life hasn't kicked their ass yet. So I mean, I think I'm doing all right. When's your birthday? Uh, June twenty eighth. Okay, I'm July fourth, so we're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I'm the elf. I'm, I'm, I'm the elder. <laughs> You're the elder. Yeah. yeah don't don't okay. kick my fucking ass in Tampa. I'm going to see you in two weeks. Uh, I'll be out there. Yeah. No, I don't hit, man. That's super white trashy. <laughs> you know, unless we're like loved <laughs> up in the gym, man, you know, playing patty cake, but that's about it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, next two weeks. We've got a nice pay-per-view coming up. David Feldman's <laughs> killing it, doing this bare knuckle thing. It's blowing up. It's like UFC 25 years ago and, you know, you guys are like the, you know, you guys are making it happen, you know, and I'm excited about it. You know, and that's a great analogy for it, too, because that's what, you know, it reminds me of, like, a, a friend of mine, his name's Art Davey. He was uh, one of the original founders of the UFC. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talking with him about this bear, you know, he's like, man, this is exactly how it was like when the UFC was coming up. I mean, they, uh, uh, in the beginning, they didn't fight with gloves either. They didn't right. have gloves, you know, you know, they didn't have any of that shit, you know, and, and the whole taboo thing and everybody freaking out and, you know, and yeah, yeah, same, same thing, but you know, it's growing in popularity, you know, it's mm-hmm. becoming more respected, you know, as a sport, you know, sure it's a blood sport, but you know, fuck everything else is too, it's a you fight, know what right? I mean? right, right, exactly. And, it, and it's, I think it's more of a fight. It's more of a fight because there's like all these like different variables that are, you know, different and, you know, broken down. And it's uh, totally different from any glove sport that you're going to see out there. You know what I mean? You, you... I remember when I was a kid and UFC was getting popular and people were saying, oh, it's a brutal sport and this and that. It's like the biggest sport in the world now. You know, everybody's watching it. It's a global sport. It's That's the same crazy. thing. You know, everything people need to get adjusted and used to it. And people people will either like it or they won't. And that's fine, too. You know, I happen to love it. I'm a big fan of the bare knuckle. I think this should have happened a long time ago. I have right. a lot of the fighters that come on the podcast and we talk about it. Everybody, every fighter that I talk to is very excited uh, to uh, to be on it. So I'm glad you're on it. I, saw, I was watching some of your fights earlier. Uh, yeah. Kicking right. the shit out of people. Dude, uh, I'm glad. Wait until it like goes to the ground and you know like it's it's you know I can hang out for a bit but you know I'm just yeah. not good at jujitsu I'm just not I mean and I tried and I tried I've trained and I've tried to fight for years you know what I mean I got nerve damage and it's just, eh, you know and I just it's not my thing you know I'm tall and lengthy I'm really built more for a striker you know I'd rather stand and strike you know that's mm-hmm. what I'd rather do and. You know, unfortunately, mixed martial arts is a, you know, combination of anything. And I could just never really get a match, get matched with an opponent that, you know, would want to stand and strike with me. You know, I don't blame them, but it's, 
it gets discouraging and it gets old after a minute. It's like, man, I want to come in here and fight. I don't want to mm-hmm. fight for underhooks uh, and, and defend a takedown for, you know, round after round after round. You know, if I wanted to cuddle, I would, you know, go to, you know, IBJFF, you know, grappling competitions and shit. And I do that. <laughs> I got I do that. You know, I'd go you, there if I want to grapple. You definitely found your sport then. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's, you know, you, you, you have to have like a certain level of, you know, crazy savages to, you know, jump in a bare knuckle, you know, squared, squared circle ring, you know, and, you know, you know, go for that, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I was talking to, uh, uh, Diego Garrijo and, uh, you know, he's, he's awesome. He's awesome. He's crazy. You know, he's a special kind of crazy. His, I know he is. I was his cut man for his last fight at bare knuckle, man. He's just Fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told him, I said, you need to dress drag in your next fight. Like, just fight drag. You, I think it'll be hilarious. Yeah, I've seen the pictures. He, he's <laughs> fabulous. Yeah, he's great. He's a he's a, he's a different dude, a cool guy, gentleman. Um, Super cool person, yeah, man. Yeah, he is. He really Super is. awesome guy. I'd love to see Diego back again, you know. Anytime soon, Mr. Feldman. Don't mind me, I'm waterlogging. <laughs> no, do your thing. So, uh, no makeup on, but you know what? My kids are taken care of. My bills are paid. I ain't trying to impress anybody today. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good, baby. You're doing great. Um, <laughs> so do you have like a Muay Thai style? Cause I watched some of your fights. I saw a little Muay Thai in there. Have you yeah, trained Muay Thai? Base. That's my base. That's uh, what, okay. you know, when I, you know, started training in combat sports, mm-hmm. it was with, uh, Heather Jordan, Heather Jordan, you know, which is, you know, super traditional type Muay Thai base. So, you know, when you see my striking, like, you know, my hips are always, you know, wide and out and, you know, mm-hmm. my movement, you know, I move weird and, you know, it's just, uh, just, just the base that I had was, you know, Muay Thai. I love Muay Thai. Yeah. It's so I had, some nice knee strikes in some of the fights I was watching. I was like, okay, I see some Muay Thai in there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. How they, yeah. She, she, she taught me how to use those knees and man, they were, they were deadly, man. I, uh, I, uh, a couple of people got hurt pretty bad with those and they never fought again. You know, it's, uh, it makes you respect them a lot more, you know, respect to mm-hmm. block them and, you know, also respect to aim correctly. You know, I've, I've hit in the forehead a couple of times and not be able to walk for a couple of days after cause my knees yeah. got, out. That's the other beautiful art about bare knuckle. I hope you agree with this, but it's people don't understand the precision that you have to have to fight. Mm-hmm. You need to hit your target or you're breaking your hand. Simple as that. Right, right, right. For sure. And it's, you know, if, uh, if you're, if you're head hunting or, you know, going for the head or trying for that big knockout, you really, it's, it's a matter of a couple of women. You know, train is a huge part of, you know, mm-hmm. bare knuckle. Um, you know, we, we only have our fist, you know, with boxing, we have a larger surface area. So mm-hmm. we really, I mean, still aiming, but we really don't have to be that precise. You know, and the same can almost be said about MMA. Mm-hmm. You know, even though, you know, the MMA gloves still offer a bigger surface area, you know, more padding, we're able to hit a lot harder and, you know, um, but we're not going to break our hand if mm-hmm. we miss, you know, bare knuckle, you've really got to, got to, you know, like, like you, like you just said, really respect, you know, the precision with your striking mm-hmm. with, you know, throwing those punches. Yeah, absolutely. What made you get into fighting? Um, well, a long time ago, 
um, well, it actually really wasn't too long ago. Um, my fiance, he was, uh, he was a fighter too. Mm-hmm. Uh, amateur fighter. We were both, am- you know, you know, amateur, you know, I, I, I didn't fight. I raced like motorcycles and shit. You know, I was, I was a moto chick, you know, I was out there and, you know, racing snow cross and crap and it was kind of his thing. And I would go to his fights that, you know, were like local here in the town where I lived. And it was, uh, you know, kind of support deal and you know i've mm-hmm. sitting in the crowd like i could do that and blah, 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 <laughs> my beard talking shit like you know f- fucking your your basic mma civilian at you know mm-hmm. buffalo wild wings watching ufc so i oh, figured yeah. i figured you know well all right i'll get in there and i'll try it out you know and i went in i barely trained i think i trained like two weeks went in super cocky and i got totally gassed out and basically passed out from exhaustion <laughs> and I, I was horrible it was horrible yeah, it was nuts. It's, so, it's so hard. People don't understand that the the amount of cardio that you need to be a fighter. Like it's insane. <laughs> it's stupid. It's yeah. it's it's not like getting into a fight either. It's like meet me at the flagpole at noon type of shit. You know who you're fighting, <laughs> who you're gonna fight, and nobody's breaking it up. Any other time you mm-hmm. would get in a fight anywhere else, man. Everybody's breaking. You know, uh, uh-uh, no, no. And it, anxiety and different, and mm-hmm. you know, you're under these halogen lights, you're basically like a chicken egg in an incubator. That shit's hot as fuck in there. Oh yeah, and it's uh, it's a lot of different things, and it will, it's it's super hard, you know. Mm-hmm. And then kept doing it, you know, a couple, you know, I had I had some wins. I was like really good, you know, because I really didn't know too much, so I just was basically untrained and just mm-hmm. was like just savage type fighter and. Um, he ended up passing away in 2011 and then I got, a like a two months later, I got diagnosed with stage three thyroid cancer and then mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to fight anymore. And then I just kept trying cause I loved it. And I'm like, all right, I can do it. I can do it. You know, cause I made the promise with Aaron, you know, my ex that, Hey, one day we're going to, we're going to be professional fighters. We're going to, we're going to do it. You know? And it was like, it was, it was kind of out of reach for me. You know, like my body's like wrecked from health crap. I was getting older. Mm-hmm. I live up in the country and, you know, in Hayfields basically. And there wasn't really any, you know, it still isn't, you know, really any good gyms up where I live. And, you know, no, no, I I literally live on a Hayfield. Like I got emails in my backyard right now, like fucking alfalfa. Like this is, this this is green acres up in this bitch. You know what I mean? So uh, Michigan. Okay. I live in North Michigan. I'm originally from the Flint area, you know? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit south of Flint, a little town called Holly. Oh, my Michigan listeners are going to be happy to hear this now. Oh, I love Michigan. I love my murder mint, and I'll never fucking move from here, you know. But you know, I just kept training, and training, and you know, I kept being resilient, and I, and then I just started traveling all over the fucking place, all over. I would fight like the bad chicks nobody wanted to fight. I've went out to St. Louis, Missouri. I don't know how many times with Wisconsin, Florida, Oklahoma. I fought out in Vegas for tough enough. And then finally, Oh, sweet. I, uh, yeah, my pro debut. Um, I, uh, got a chance. I went out to fight for Ryzen in Tokyo. Oh, wow. On like hollow ground at the, uh, Stadia arena. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm saying it wrong, but that's like, no, nah, I, it was on you YouTube, know? right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I saw yo, it, yo, yeah. Yo, yo, with my Harley Quinn get up, getting all weird going out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Japan, I love it out there. I got so weird in fucking Japan, you know, and that was great, you know, so so I got to do that, and that was, uh, you know, that was, like, basically my ninja dream. I was like, fuck, man, this is, like, the UFC for me, you know. Screw UFC. I wanted to go fight where, 
the pride people fought. Like I had Lynn Hart with like, da, 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 you know, screaming my name, all weird shit. Fucking loved it, man. Like there's, there's no other feeling. 38,000 people in this arena, you wow. know, that's huge. That's huge. That place was sold out. So when you're, when you're in the ring fighting, do you hear the crowd or it it's blocked yeah. out at that point? It's usually blocked out. Like I can yep. feel it walking out. I can feel mm-hmm. them. You know, cause you can you can feel it like the floor is shaking, and you know you can just feel the waves in the air. And I try not to focus on like individual faces or anything. You know, it's just like it's tunnel vision at that yep. point. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just kind of uh, eye on the prize type deal. You know, absolutely. Even, what do you- yeah, even during the fight too, I don't hear anybody else besides the referee, my yeah. coach, and my opponent's coach. Yeah. You know, that's, I believe that's that. it. Everything else is like static. It's like TV static. Do you know if uh, Stitch is going to be your cut man? I don't know. I don't know if Stitch will be my uh, cut man or be my opponent's cut man. I'm going to call him up and tell him I want him to be your cut man. Yeah, I should call, call him. him. Man. He'll usually be assigned to, you know, like the home team corner. So okay. my opponent might get him. You know what I mean? Okay. Hopefully so. I like Stitch. He's a good guy. He was on the podcast too. He's a cool dude. Whether he's my cutman or not, I'm still giving him a hug. Yeah, give him a, give him a little love. <laughs> I love giving him love. You know, Teal Stitch. Teal Stitch. <laughs> Stitch. Stitch. Wonderful, brilliant, awesome, awesome man. I just, I, I adore him. So how'd you get involved with BKFC? I first came out uh, cornering a fighter friend of mine. His name is Tony mm-hmm. Kryptonite Lopez. A lot of people are familiar with him. He's basically the last of the iron men you know dude fights as much as they'll possibly let him <laughs> you know actually he just had a title fight over the weekend and then he won yeah oh, tko and, uh, like the first round i think round one around that warrior man i love tony i love tony we've been there you know, you know for a minute well i used to go travel with him and to coach him you know usually at king in the cage or wherever he was fighting mm-hmm. because i also double as a cut man you know and tony like he, always, he he seems to respond to like a woman yelling shit at him more than a guy. So it's it's if you won't see me in his corner, it will be his wife. His wife is, makes a wonderful corner for him because I mean, there's nobody that you want to listen to and win than you know your fucking wife in the corner saying you better. You know what I mean? That's right. Because you get if you lose, you're gonna have to deal with that when you get home. Right, right. Well, you know, take your time off, and uh, you know, I mean, I mean, he's he's he's. he's trying to fight, make money and, you know, support his family and stuff, you know, and that's, that's hard to nowadays when, you know, if you're not signed to a, a, a big, huge company that, you know, where you're getting these big paychecks. So, you know, but any, you know, I started corner and Tony, you know, Tony and I, I went to bare knuckle and, you know, of course I see other people from the MMA community that, you know, that I've known for a couple of years that are also at bare knuckle, you know, mm-hmm. like there's back and Beck's coaches. And, you know, I knew them from Invicta and, um, a couple boxers that I met that I didn't quite know yet, you know, were out there and, um, uh, uh Kendall Grove, you know, his people over there, you know, from, uh, uh out West and, mm-hmm. and, uh, I just kept going with, with Tony. And then one night stitch was, uh, something was up with one of the cut men or something and stitch see me there. And he's like, Hey, this is Sheena. Sheena's from the MMA world. I know she can work cuts really good. And, you know, you should really think about her. You know what I mean? So, uh, 
in Cancun that actually ended up happening okay. uh, when I actually went down there with Tony when uh, he, ha- he had that Joey Beltran uh, rematch. Yeah, Joey's a good yeah. dude, too. Right, I love yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love all those guys. You know, it's it's like one it's like one fight family. We're like a you know dysfunctional circus. We travel all over, and yeah. it's basically you know we're just like carnies of the fight world. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to I was talking to Joey Beltran uh, a couple months ago, and uh, he's excited. He's dying to get back into the into the ring. I think he's I think they got something going on for the next event for him. That's good. That's good. I hope. I hope. I hope they get him back in there. Joey's. Uh, you know, he's always fun to watch. He's always yeah. great. You know, whether you're watching him compete in MMA or bare knuckle, and you know, I'm sure he's just a mm-hmm. peach to work with, just because he's so cool and just like whatever. You know. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a Cali boy. You know, he's just chilled out and. Yeah, you know, exactly. He's just cool people, man. Yeah. You know, cool people that you want to be around. You know, that's. You know, Joey. Good old Joey Beltran. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you, you know, and just hanging out with these guys and, you know, mm-hmm. and getting to know them. And I've known Nate Chuck, the matchmaker for, you know, bare knuckle. I've known him for years too. And, mm-hmm. and I just basically got my way in and, you know, you know, got a, got a fight. I seen, you know, Nate post like, Hey, I need a fight. And I'm like, Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> you bare knuckle. I'm like, fucking you right. I would. Sign me uh, up. I would love to do that shit. Are you sure? Yeah. Why not? Oh Yeah. Well, what do you think about the uh, division now? It's 115 pounds because it seems like, you know, Feldman's changing the, the weight classes, which is good. It's giving more people opportunities. So we think about that. So happy for that. Well, we're trying to get a lot more women to sign up. And, you know, uh, um, before this this matchup with me and Delaney, it was only 125 pounds. So most of the women that I know personally, you know, that are professional fighters mm-hmm. don't fight at 125 pounds. That want to do better. They're, they're all the smaller girls at, you know, usually like the, you know, the super fly weight or mm-hmm. uh, MMA weight class that would be straw weight. You know, you know, the 100, 115 to, you know, right around 118, right around there, you know. Um, just like all the female fighters that currently fight at 125 right now in BKFC, mm-hmm. they're basically all straw weights. Helen Patella is, okay, 115 fighter. Christine Freya, she, she would fight at 115. And, uh, She's awesome, the misfit. I love the misfit. Right. Uh, we love them. Fucking, that's such a mean, <laughs> mean, mean, savage woman. She's awesome. She is awesome. I, I, I adore her. I adore her. She's, she's got that warrior spirit for sure. You know. I interviewed her a couple of days after her last fight, and she had the cast on her hand. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. She was, she was, but she was in good spirits, and you know, she's like eager to get back in there. I know she got the cast off, and she's been working out again, and she right. wants well, that belt back. She was working out with the cast on; she just wasn't punching with it. I could, I could see her doing everything with the other hand. You know, yeah. There's, there's, there's no putting that girl down. You know what I mean? She's gonna, yeah. she's gonna find a way to work out and keep her chops up, regardless. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> she's, uh, she's fucking awesome. Yeah, she's resentless like that, you know. So she will, she will always stay busy regardless, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. you know, like I was saying, literally every other female that's fight at one twenty five, they all fought at one fifteen before they went to bare knuckle. Okay. Every Beck Rawlings, uh, Britton Hart, mm-hmm. uh, my former opponent Ivana Coleman. You know, we, we were all you know in that lower weight class. But now I think with the official, you know, releasing, you know, now that there's more in that uh, 125 division mm-hmm. that we can open up the smaller weight class. So some of these other girls that were maybe feeling a little reluctant about fighting bare knuckle at 125, 
we now have the smaller weight class available. So, you know, there's no need to worry about the weight. You know, there's really not that much of a difference. Basically, we're all the same size there anyways. You know, we're, we're all smaller. We're all smaller. You know, don't be afraid. It's fun. We only do two-minute rounds. You know, it's uh, – I we have fun. We have fun. You know, sure, you know, you're going to get maybe a little cut here and there, but it's it's just a part of the sport, you know. I mean, I've seen worse injuries – you know, refing MMA and being a cut man in MMA, man, you know, yeah. Elbows and taking knees to the head. I've, I've, I've seen some crazy shit. (laughs) I believe that. And, uh, I mean, I'm excited. I'll be there in two weeks. Looking forward to it. So, uh, definitely love to meet you while I'm out there. Um, yeah, yeah, it'll be cool. Um, I I stick out. If you can't see me, you'll hear me. Sounds good to me. Um, so, you got a uh, you got a lot of heat for this, uh, which I thought was kind of funny. Anyway, I'm not big into politics, but you know I I I'm big into laughing, and uh, that Hillary Clinton is a cunt T-shirt. <laughs> so what's a give me the backstory? I got to know why you wore the shirt. Uh, what was going on? Tell me all about it. Loving to hear about it. Well, if you're not laughing at shit constantly, <laughs> you might as well be dead. Yeah, exactly. I think Winston Churchill said that even though he was a dick, I think he was pretty much right on that. <laughs> but um the shirt thing, like that bare knuckle fight, I took it on I took it on last minute notice. I mean it was like you know, like but super short notice. It was like a week and a half, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Yeah, yeah, it was like super super last, but I, you know, I was already at weight because I, I had actually had an MMA fight like right before that at 115, so like I didn't even make weight at 125 at all. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I came I came in under, but um I didn't have time to, you know, collect sponsors and, you know, get, you know, fight gear and, you know, custom shit already made and everything, so I was basically just flying with whatever I had and um I've, I've always been really involved with like, you know, the military and veteran community, you know, I'm always helping with fundraisers and, you know, charitable events and shit like that. And, uh, one of the Navy SEAL friends, uh, acquaintance that I, that I know from that was, uh, uh, he worked here detail and he just like kind of told me just horror stories. He was always bitching. He hated, hated fucking Hillary. You know, he did. And I'm like, you know what? I ain't got no time to do any of this cool shit for this fight. I'm just going to do it. It's going to be for you, bro. Here, we'll, we'll, we'll just do this. This will be in support of you on this big stage because I love you. And I called up my T-shirt guy, you know, and I was like, hey, I need you to put this on a sleeveless rash guard. And I'll pick it up on my way to the airport. And that's basically how it went. It was like two days, you know, before I left. And I'm literally stopping at this T-shirt guy's house, picking up this shirt, and then driving down the road and jumping on an airplane. And there I went. <laughs> you know, so that's 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 how that's that's how it worked. I mean, it was nothing really to do with politics, even though I know that cunt's names on the fucking shirt. You know, it's like yeah. nothing to do with your Democrat or Republican or left or right or any of that yeah. bullshit. It's for a completely different reason. You know, non-related to you know any of that other crap. You know, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it's funny that's, as hell. I got a good laugh out of it. <laughs> I didn't think it was. Gonna, I thought it was just you know something whimsical and funny that you know my friend would enjoy back home. I had no idea. You know, I'd have like. Ted Nugent doing a live feed about it fucking a week later <laughs> being shared. And, you know, I got memes. I became a meme, you know, and it's, it's politics. Know. It's always going to get attention no matter what. Oh man. I mean, I didn't, that wasn't its intention, man. You know, but I knew I was going to the South too. And I'm like, you know, this should be pretty popular down there. Yeah. 
you know, here I am going to the lion's den in the South, not my hometown. And, you know, I'm fighting the voodoo chick with a satanic Bama hot fucking pentagram tattooed on her stomach. Fucking, you know, in the middle of Bayou country. And I was like, yes, dude, we're good. We're good. <laughs> That's too funny. I think it was like 4 million views you got from that. It was so <laughs> crazy. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. I, I got I got more support than I got hate for that. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that was cool by me, you know. Mm-hmm. That, was, uh, uh, that, that was all right. Like, I had some mad feminists like, oh, that word's so degrading and this and that. I'm like, have you ever heard of Europe? Like, that shit is in their baby books over there. All right? <laughs> you know? Like, I'm Irish. I'm Irish as shit. Like, my yeah. fa- like, cunt was a fucking, it's a, that's a normal word, you know? It's something you call your mate, your friend. Like, hey, what's up, you fucking cunt? Like, hey, what's up, maker? You know? It's it's just a common freaking greeting, you know? Yeah, I agree. And, People uh, need to lighten up, you know? But uh, I think... Social media kind of brings out that that weird side of people because they're behind a computer. But I, when you're face to face with people, it's a totally different interaction, you know. So yeah, sure. I don't pay attention to all that social media crap. But uh, so, what are your uh, plans for your opponent? What's your game plan? Um, you know, it's really just to keep my distance and stay on the outside. You know, she's a, she's a little bit shorter than I am, so you know, of course, uh, you know, unless unless you know she's on a pogo stick or as a stepping stool, you know, mm-hmm. she's going to have an overhand. And I think, she, you know, she's just going to try to go for my body, you know, mm-hmm. but that's, I, I don't know. I don't know what she's going to do. She's like more of a grappler than anything. So, I mean, we'll see. I'm just going to do what I do and, uh, you know, stick with what I know, stick with, you know, what's in, you know, my body mechanics and my muscle memory. And, you know, that worked pretty well for me last time. You know, I was, uh, I was smaller and I was underweight and, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, that, that, you know, Ivana, she had uh she had 12 professional boxing matches on top of all of her MMA against yeah. good, against good depo- opponents, you know, like, I mean, she fought like Kat Zandago, you know what I mean? Like she wasn't, she wasn't like a, you know, a, mm-hmm. a, a can, you know, she was tough and I knew all that going in to, uh, you know, all of that. And I don't have any pro boxing. Mm-hmm. I have to sneak my way into pro boxing because I don't got a lot of money, and I'm not Italian, so <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'll put in a good word. I'm Italian. I'll put a good word. I in. know. I could. That's why I said that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem, man. Hey. Like shit. You know, we might as well be cousins. I'm just a little bit. I'm the wrong color. Hey, know. I'm a I'm a wee bit Irish myself, so we're uh, we're on the same <laughs> side. I can cook. <laughs> for sure but you know just uh just 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 gonna do me and Mm -hmm. uh you know you know see see how it goes the plan always changes in a fight so i'm not you know trying to be one-dimensional with oh i'm gonna do this and this and she's gonna do this and Mm -hmm. oh man i'm just gonna go in there feel it out see you know see where it's going and uh you know then we'll start picking my shots you know picking my shots all right, all right. I'm seeing the habit. I'm seeing, you know, how I can make you move this way and, you know, how I want to make you move because I'm going to make you move this way so I can do this, you know? Well, you, you, hopefully you'll hear me out there yelling your name because I'll be there live and I can't wait to see you fight. It's going to be awesome. Yes. And uh, before I let you go, I wanted to give a shout out to Vince Anderson. Great guy. Uh, he made this interview happen, so I wanted to thank him and, uh, you Thanks. know, any, any yeah. of the fighters. <laughs> stick a move, stick a move. <laughs> For any of the fighters out there, 
uh, <laughs> that are watching. You know, Vince is a good guy. You want to work with this guy. He's, he's, cool. I love Vince. Cool I love, you know, you know, and super shout out to Vince too. You know, I mean, not just cause he said this in particular, he helps keep me organized with certain things, you know, like, and, and he's has his media people that, you know, he knows and he talks to you like you and, you know, he's setting me up with these interviews and he sends me reminders and, you know, tells me like, Oh, Skype. And well, here's a link if you don't understand how to use it. And, you know, and I am so freaking busy already. You know, he, he keeps me on top of things and I appreciate that so much because I would have forgot a lot of them. You know, I've done a ton of interviews and been able to, you know, get, you know, get these podcasts and, you know, these things and stuff mm-hmm. upcoming for my fight because Vince is helping me, you know, and he's on top of shit. You know, he's 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 great. He's definitely got a future in this for sure. But anybody that can put up with Jason Knight's ass can, <laughs> uh, you know, I guess I'm thinking pretty good, you know. Yeah, no, he's he's a good dude. I've, I've been in touch with Vince for a uh, few months now and we've stayed in touch and he's, he's always following up. He's very professional, cool dude, easy to talk to. And, uh, you know, again, any, any fighter out there would definitely be, uh, you know, in a good position to be working with him. He's cool dude. Uh, so shout out to Vince. Vince. Um, Thank you so much for taking the time out coming on a guy think podcast. I'm wishing you the best of luck on your fight. I can't wait to see you live. I'll, I'll be out there the day of, I'll give you a shout out and, uh, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll, uh, get to meet. If not, I'll definitely see you in the ring kicking ass. Say hi, just say hi. And I'll be, I'll be like, Hey, what's going on? You know, you know, <laughs> before I go back in my own little zip code, my headphones on and do my thing, you know, so we'll do it. We'll do it. Well, I look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. Sounds good, sweetheart. Have a good uh, good week. Good luck with training, and I'll see you then. See you in Tampa. All right. Deuces. Peace. Peace. Peace.